to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. 35 in Edmonton. Jensen having some fun with us. He says, Bob, why don't the Oilers play Mike Greer with Connor McDavid? Yeah, I don't actually see that happen, but, uh, you know, even Mike Greer in his prime. I don't think I'd play him with Connor McDavid. He was more of a third-line type guy, but I get your point. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us at Oilers Now, email us Oilers Now, 630chad.com. It's 135 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you. The Winnipeg Jets are here tomorrow. Reiner, the Edmonton Oil Kings, and the uh, Lethbridge uh, Hurricanes tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Oilers Jets tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Uh, and then on Monday, Bob Torrey and the Tri-City Americans are in town uh, to play the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. We'll hear from Brandon Baddock at about 145 today. We are, uh, should mention Panahut Express with catering options for every event, meetings, parties, or even that forgotten family gathering. Visit PanahutExpress.net or call 780-473-3663. Place your order now. Let's do this. You want me to take a call here? Is that right? Is it Aaron out of Cal? Okay. Uh, we didn't solicit calls, but we'll take a call from Aaron out of Calgary. Aaron, what's going on? Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, I just kind of wanted to hit on the Hall McDavid thing. Um, I just think it's like really ridiculous that people are saying that Hall's like jealous and whatnot of McDavid. I think that Hall's a superstar, and he's like getting better. And I think with good players like that, all they want to do is win. So I don't really think he cares about McDavid. I think he even thinks it's a good thing for the team. And I just have a bit of, like, a comparison, and I was kind of wondering, like, your thoughts on it. Um, like, just the Blue Jays this off season, Like, you saw – or not off season, this past season. You saw Batista with the team, like, losing year after year. And then they started to add on pieces, like with Donaldson mm-hmm. and with Chulowitzki. And I think he was the least out of all of them. He was the biggest team guy – on you saw in the dugout like he was always high-fiving guys and stuff and i just think i don't know i think that's more of hall's kind of mentality with it i think he just wants to win like now and i don't think he really cares who has to be on the team to make that happen well pretty good analogy in the sense that did josh donaldson not win the american league mvp this year yeah i believe he did well i think there's going to be a time where you're going to see uh you know uh connor mcdavid likely win an mvp that's a, that's a, a pretty good analogy and i'm 100 percent with you the best simply put they want to play with the best yeah. and guys are uh you know the best actors share the screen the best broadcasters share the broadcast booth and the best players share the puck that's just the way it works thanks for the call aaron yeah thanks you bet 137 in edmonton todd mcclellan spoke earlier today we are going to pick up i've not heard any of this audio either uh but uh, let's get to his uh, availability after practice today here at rexall place um i don't think surprise is a good word anymore um because he's he's doing it consistently um you know there's still some things in the game where you, you stand back and you go wow um and i think we'll have more of those days as we go forward but um Still a hard game for him. He needs help with his team, with his line mates, and they've done a real good, real good job too. So, the focus or the focal point will be just on Connor. But I, I think that group of three has done a, a very good job since they've been together. How do they complement each other? Uh, well, you know, speed first of all from Connor and the, the sense and everything that goes with his game. But Benny has size. He's got a great reach. You saw that on the, on Connor's first goal where he's able to poke pucks and and keep plays alive, and Jordan's a finisher. I think he's really good in and around that blue paint, and we've been challenging him to get to those areas more, 
and uh, now he's there and he's finishing a lot. <coughs> Sorry, man. not like Paul's game and Price was here. Who said that, Taylor? Um, it, it's not just two; it's three. And for all the, the good things we're talking about with Connor's line, that other group has to, to accomplish it. It's awfully hard to, uh, to maintain that upper level for 82 games. Everybody has ebbs and flows, and, and often when one guy goes, he pulls a line mate a little bit with him, either up or down. And uh, The combination of the two, we, they just got to get going again. And, and um, I think the confidence will come through the power play, one. Um, two, making sure you do things correctly defensively and, and be in position there because usually it leads to offense. Um, so just overall responsibilities. I still have a ton of confidence in them, and they'll be, uh, they will be our go-to line at some point for sure. You, you mentioned you were going to watch the, the game again in the film to see if you're going to keep them together or not. So did you? Because you switched them in the third, and, and Hall with the Latesta and Cassian, I think, had five shots and yep. was much better. Are you going to go back to Leon and Hall? We've kept them uh, like that for practice today, and um, I thought it was a, um, you know, I, I see us going to that group eventually. I don't know if it'll happen tomorrow. It won't start that way tomorrow, but. Um, I know eventually we'll get back to it because they're a very good complementary pair and Teddy's done a, a tremendous job there too. And I, I believe that they can do that again and consistently. But right now, just a little separation and and um, they responded appropriately in the third. Is there, is there a temptation to, when it seems like Connor's able to elevate everyone's game around, is there a temptation to get a guy that's struggling and slot him in there and try to get him going? Well, in my opinion, I think we've done that. Uh, I don't think that Benny and, and Ebbs at, at that given time were on fire, and and uh, I wouldn't call them struggling, but not as successful as they needed to be. Um, so I think we've done that. Now do we tear it apart and put more players there? There has to be more than one catalyst on our team. It can't just be Connor. And um, Leon, when Leon came, he was a catalyst. Taylor's been a catalyst this year. Teddy Purcell has been in, in his own sense, uh, you know, when we're just talking about forwards. Uh, even Latestu, for the minutes he's played in all different situations, he's been a catalyst some nights. So it has to be more than one, and uh, can't always be Connor. We often talk about the players trying to pull other guys along offensively. Taylor actually said today that Latestu could pull him along defensively. I thought that was an interesting way. Yeah. How, how will that happen? I think that's a good reflection on Halsey because he's, uh, he's a pretty smart individual and a smart hockey player. And um, the one thing that Tess does is he takes a lot of pride on, on the defensive side of the puck and being positionally sound. And uh, he talks a lot about it on the bench. So I think he'll help Taylor that way. And in turn, maybe Taylor can help him offensively. Um, how long will it last? Again, I don't know. I, I know that Taylor and Leon are going to play together, and they're going to be very successful. When they go back together, they'll, they will probably dictate that. Taylor, Leon, A little bit. Um, he had a good break at the All-Star break, but he has been, you know, he's been knock on wood. He's been our healthiest center all year, and he's hauled around some big bodies since he got back from the American League. Uh, Nuge helped him for a while. Connor's helped him for a while, but he's been the go-to guy for, for a lot of games. And This is a young man that wasn't even with this team, I don't think, at this time last year because he had to work on his skating. So it's been taxing for him, but again, he'll be fine. Yeah, I thought he was going to skate yesterday, so I was wrong again. 
All right, and that's uh, an update just at the end there on Oscar Clefbaum, Bob Stoffer at Rexall Place. Uh, let's do this. Let's go around the NHL. It's brought to you by WorldFloorCarvings.com. Stressing about stains and accidents on your carpet is a thing of the past with LifeGuard waterproof carpet backing from Shaw Floors. If you have pets and kids, be confident your home is clean and fresh with LifeGuard carpet from Shaw Floors. Daryl Cook and the gang down at WorldFloorCarvings.com for more details. Uh, we'll update some injury news. Vancouver Canucks uh, made it official on a couple different fronts today, Brendan. Yeah, it's bad news for uh, Alex Edler. Six weeks, uh, Sutter six to eight weeks following uh, jaw surgery. Oh, man, what do they do now? Like, do they trade Ham Hughes? Or do they, do they go for it? Where do you my, think? My guess is they'll trade. What they should do is they should trade him and see if he can. he'll resign there. I think he was a Smithers boy. Uh, I think he likes playing in Vancouver. I think he's a pretty good defenseman. He's a UFA. And uh, see if they can get, you know, he's probably, in my mind, he's probably worth a second-round draft choice. Um and if the Canucks get uh, really creative, you know, I, I don't see anybody giving up a number one for him, but certainly a, a guy that can help you in the short term. I know the Washington Capitals definitely looking for some defense help. The Tampa Bay Lightning as well. Jason Garrison out three to five weeks in Tampa. And, of course, the big news out of Montreal today involves Carey Price. Conflicting reports on whether or not Price will return this season. So some injury challenges uh, adding up. Uh, Jonas Hiller. In the uh, Calgary Flames, uh, you know, Rommel getting hurt last night, so Hiller's going to start tonight against Arizona, and I don't think Rommel's going to be back anytime soon either for the Calgary Flames in goal, so we'll have to continue to monitor and watch that as well. Do want to mention, every Tuesday in Oilers now, Stoffer Inspector for HRA, Horse Racing Alberta, 7,000 horses, 7,000 employed. HRA, Horse Racing Alberta. Proud contributors to the Alberta Lottery Fund. When we come back, the captain of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brandon Baddock on Oilers Now, and we'll do uh, this day in Oilers history as well. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 148 in Edmonton, the Winnipeg Jets have just assigned Connor Hellebuck down to the uh, American Hockey League, and they have activated Andre Pavlik. Off of IR, Hellebuck uh, had an outstanding stretch for a while in goal for the Jets, but was getting lit up of late. Uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings, we mentioned, they got two games here at Rexall Place, Saturday at 2, Monday at 2. They take on Lethbridge. Uh, the Hurricanes have taken a huge step forward this year. And then Bob Torrey's Tri-City Americans on Monday. Let's uh, get to the captain of the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings, Brandon Baddock. Well, Brandon, uh, here we are, and you're in your uh, final year in the Western Hockey League, captain the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. First of all, just and I know you got a couple games coming up this weekend, and it's a big weekend for the team, in the playoffs. Were you a little bit traded, or a little bit surprised that you didn't uh, get traded at the uh, trade deadline? Uh, no, obviously there's rumors around that people that are moving and stuff, and you hear those, but uh, you try to block stuff out. And you know, for me, I really just wanted to stay here and be an Oil King. It's an honor to be the captain. It's an honor to be an Oil King my entire entire career, so it's, I'm really happy to be able to stay here. You've had great success. Uh, you've won a Memorial Cup championship. Not every player can say that. Uh, how much of the onus and the burden of leadership is on you and some of the guys that have been there through that, uh, like the Irvings of the world, as an example, and the Pollocks to help in terms of transitioning the younger players? Yeah, I think that's a huge part. Uh, I think that uh, 
there's a core group of guys that have been older and that have been to the Memorial Cup and have uh, have had a tremendous amount of playoff experience. And I think just by uh, going out there and playing that uh, the younger guys can follow suit and that will help them develop. I know as, uh, as a young guy coming to the Oil Kings, like following guys like Henrik Samuelson and Curtis Lazar playing with them a little bit every once in a while uh, really helps you, uh, really helps bring your game to another level. You're drafted by the uh, New Jersey Devils. Uh, you do what you do, and there's a place for that in hockey. You're a big, tough, physical forward. Uh, not signed yet, but what have, uh, what have you focused on improving in your 20-year-old season in the Western League? Yeah, obviously uh, coming from the camp from New Jersey, I was going back for my over year age year here in Edmonton, and uh, I think the big focus on was just developing as a player and developing as a leader. Obviously, this year I'm getting more minutes than I would have had playing uh, pro hockey, so it's been uh, been a huge step for my development, and I'm just trying to work with the puck and work away with the puck, making sure I'm still playing hard, but uh, make sure I can develop my skills too. What's the split between the amount of time you spend on the wing versus the amount of time at center? Because obviously, if you can play center at the pro level and provide what you provide, that's going to give you a better chance to play down the road. Yeah, obviously last year I think I played a lot more center, and it was kind of a role that we needed to help out with Edmonton. Most of our centers moved on, and then this year uh, we have a lot of centers, and I'm playing wing, and it's good to be able to play play with both positions, and I think at the next level I'll most likely be a winger, so it's uh, it's nice to be able to work on that this year. The Western League has changed. Uh, you know, 25, 30 years ago there were probably 12 to 14 guys per team that could fight, five or six guys that could really fight. Today? There might be two or three guys at each team that really know what they're doing. You still see the occasional game where there's four or five battles. Uh, as a result, is it a, a different game for you? Because there's there's fewer guys to engage and allows you to focus more on just going out and playing? Yeah, obviously that's something that uh, maybe I used when I was uh, coming up in my first couple of years as Edmonton to maybe get noticed and maybe uh, you know gain some respect in the league. and. Uh, I think if you look at the game now, that there's uh, there's not one guy that just goes out there and is a designated fighter. That everyone has to be able to play hockey, and that's just something that you can add to your game. So I think that obviously I'm trying to work on other things outside of that. We're joined by Edmonton Oil Kings captain Brandon Baddock, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. If you could model your game after one NHL player, who would it be? Uh, that's hard. Obviously, there's guys like Brian Bickle and stuff who are big, big wingers and stuff that. Uh, our big physicality and can still bring uh, offensive presence. Guys like Andrew Shaw and stuff like that. All right, so guys, you picked a couple Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah. That helps as well. They're winners, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. All right, so they keep the team together. You're going for a playoff run. You got two huge games uh, this weekend at home. Lethbridge, who made a dramatic turnaround. They've got a skilled, quick team. Uh, got, and they're missing one of their horses, Giorgio Estefan, up front. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, that's going to be a challenge for you. Also, get the Tri City Americans this week. Just a thought on the two games uh, at Rexall Place Saturday at two and on Monday at two. They're uh, yeah, they're both big games. Every game's a big game now when you're getting this close to playoffs. And uh, each night there's two points at hand, and you need to get a, get two points every night. So uh, obviously, coming to Lethbridge, that we've had some close games with them yet this year, and uh, it's going to be a big game. I have to get up for that, and then need another win against Tri-City. And uh, they have a bobblehead night uh, going on against, uh, you're, you're smiling already. Now is it the uh, Edgar's Calda approved bobblehead, is that correct? Yeah, I guess that's still lingering around in the Oil Kings. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an Edgar's Calda bobblehead night. If, if, sure. if you guys could do, who, which current Oil King player would the guys have the most fun with if there was a bobblehead night for him? Oh. Sorry, repeat that, sorry? Which current Edmonton Oil King player? 
would you guys have since Cole's gone, right? Like yeah. he's moved on. So which current player, if there was one player on the team picked for a bobblehead night, would the rest of the guys in the room, you know, sort of make the most fun of or have the most fun with? Is there a, a guy that would be really funny if that guy uh, got a bobblehead? Maybe an Andrew Cap bobblehead night. He's got a big head, weird shaped head there, so be quite the bobblehead. It's a tough shot at Andrew Cap, but I had to get it out of Brandon Baddock there to see uh, who he's going to throw into the bus. The Edmonton Oil Kings in action against Lethbridge tomorrow at two, and then the Oilers against the Winnipeg Jets tomorrow night, and then the Oil Kings against Tri City on Monday. By the way, speaking of Monday, we will not have a Monday. It's a best of show, right? Is that what we got going on, Brandon? Yeah. You putting that together for us? Of course. I sure hope so. All right, uh, let's do this. Let's go to this day in Oilers history. It is brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 35 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at Edmonton Airport's Value Park. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all the travel details. Go for it. What do you got? Uh, we go back to 97. Rem Murray scores with 4.48 left to give the Oilers a 4-3 win over the Boston Bruins. Rem was a gem. Good guy. The Stan Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Book your one-week all-inclusive winter vacation at these great rates. Jamaica, 14.50. Los Cabos, 9.25. Call, in the, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. Tonight, Reed Wilkins on Inside Sports. Uh, here from Benoit Pouliot, Taylor Hall, Mark Letestu. Uh, I have an update on the Edmonton Oil Kings. And, oh, yeah, he was stuck, couldn't get anybody better, so I'll be joining him as well for a hit. Uh, I'll also be uh, attending an event tonight for uh, cystic fibrosis uh, with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Looking forward to that and all the folks that I'm going to see down at the Derrick tonight. Um, up next, a news, weather, and traffic update with Randy Kilburn, and then the 6.30 Jet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. A best of orders now on Monday, but we'll have the orders broadcast tomorrow night against the Jets. Pre-game show, face-off show, beginning at 6.30. So long, everybody, from orders now from Rexall Place. Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.